Hey, what's up with the king? What's up with the queen? Y'all already know who it is. It's your big brother, Demont Pope, a.k.a. Mr. Purpose over pointless excuses. Yeah. Look, y'all already know my job is to inspire, right? Motivate and educate. And I tell you, all my guests do the same. Every week I've been bringing you value on top of value, guest after guest, and it don't stop this week. Listen, I got another special guest for you today. Listen, but before that, I need you to hit subscribe if you haven't already, right? Hit the notification bell. Share this with about 10 people. Let them know that we're adding value over here on the King Speaks podcast. Now, I know you want to know who's waiting. So without further delay, I want to introduce my very special guest. I want to introduce to some and present to others, none other than Mr. Dion Smith. Yeah. yeah. What's up with it, King? Man, what's up with it, y'all, man? Hey, Demont said it, y'all, adding value, man, adding value to people's lives, man, adding value because when we add value to your life, now you're going to be adding value to other people's lives. So, man, tap in, man. Hit that subscribe button. Tap in with my big bro, Demont Pope, Mr. Purpose over pointless excuses. Tap in with him, man. And, uh, yeah, bro, I appreciate you, man. I'm doing well, man. You know me every single day, man. I get up and I rise, man, because my determination is why yeah. I do what I do. So let's get it. I'm came, Hey, I've been waiting for this, baby. Come on, man. We've been waiting a minute. Look, look, and I can tell they, they know it's going to be electric because we on fire already. Look, man. <laughs> Let's go. I already know you, Dion, right? <laughs> so we're finna jump off into it because the whole purpose is so that the listeners and viewers can get to know you, right? Yes, so sir. real quick, mm-hmm. who is Dion Smith, right? And ah. tell us exactly what it is that you do, King. Ah. Let's go, man. So first of all, man, I'm a child of God, first. First and foremost. Secondly, man, I'm a I'm, I'm a married man to my beautiful wife, Demia, and we have four beautiful children. Dion the third, Devin, Delon, and Dana. You know, those are my sword bearers right there in life, man. And I'm so honored and blessed that God, you know, placed those four, five individuals in my life, man. The greatest thing that ever happened to me, man. And then from that, man, you're looking at a motivator, an an inspiration, man, and a police officer, man. Here in Genesee County, Flint, Michigan. I'm a Flintstone, man. Put Flint on the map. Let's get it, Flint. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So um, I've been a police officer, man, for the last... 10 years, D, D Pope, wow. 10 years, bro. 10 years I've been a law enforcement officer. I worked four years in corrections and now going into my sixth year working as a patrol officer, man. And um, I couldn't be more honored to do it, man. It's, you know, as cliche as this may sound, man, but I really, um, with that cliche, I'm going to, I'm going to preference it with this, man. It's the purpose for my life, man. Mm-hmm. Um, my dream was to be a police officer, man. That's what I've always wanted to do, man. It's something that I've always found myself in, in the midst of, in terms of what the field of law officer, what the field of law enforcement should represent, man. And that's three things that my grandmother gave me as a young man. And you'll hear me say this. You've heard me say it before, love, compassion, and empathy, bro. So that's mm-hmm. Dion in a nutshell, man. Uh, a, a father of four, a married husband, happily married to my wife, Demia, and a, and a community youth enthusiast, an inspiration, and a police officer. Man, I love it, Dion. And look, 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 man, you said a father of four, right? And a yes, husband. Sir. I can dig it. I can relate. I'm a father of five. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> and a husband. So I know yeah. it when the house is a little full. <laughs> uh-huh. And then you talked about doing something that you wanted to do ever since you were a little kid, man. You talked about being in law enforcement, being a police officer, right? And you've been doing that now for 10 years. You said you got four years in correction and now you're a patrol officer. We talking about 10 years. So this has been a process, right? 
And it don't stop there, bro. Not only are you out there on the front line, putting your life on the line, right? To be of service, to help people, right? But yes, you're sir. also a motivator and an inspirer, bro. Like, so you wear a lot of different hats. So let's get off into that, man. So we know you've been doing law enforcement for 10 years and we know that that's something that you've always wanted to do. So let me ask you this, like, right? How long have you been motivating, right? And inspiring, right? And 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 did that just spin off of uh, the police um, or did you just wake up one day talking to somebody and like, hmm, I can inspire people. Like, how that yeah, happen, bro? Yeah, how you come yeah. from a police officer to inspiration, motivational speaker? Like, bridge that gap for me. Let's go, man. So you 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 hit it right on the head to start off, man. I'm going to say it was the process. Mm. Woo! That, yeah, yeah. Man, you hear people say that a lot of times. One, You know, Joel B said, you know what I'm saying, for the yeah. 76ers. <laughs> E.T., big dog, said, you know what I'm saying? Inc. said, man. Yes, but, sir. More importantly, man, it was the process, bro. Like, it started with the dream, bro. It started with the dream as a six-year-old boy growing up on the south side of St. Louis, Missouri, bro. 1996, man, it was actually a traumatic experience that I um, uh, experienced with the law, with law enforcement officers, man. Um, to make a long story short, Big Bro Pope, I, I um, um, the police kicked our doors in when I was oh. six years old, man. And uh, before that, man, I used to always play a game in the neighborhood and everybody know cops and robbers, baby. Cops and robbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we familiar. You know, for the, we got some young bus that subscribe to the YouTube <laughs> to the channel, you know what I'm saying, to the podcast. Yeah. We, we call it tag nowadays. Most of the time people call it tag. Similar, similar came, same concept, you know what I'm saying? Somebody's picked to be the, you know, the person that catches the people. In this terms, I was picked to be the officer. Like majority of the time, man, I was always picked to be a law enforcement officer. And it just kind of spun from that, man. And and then uh, 1996, man, June of 1996, man, um, the we had we were out playing the same game one day. Cops and robbers, man, had a great time with the neighborhood kids. You know what I'm saying? I was catching people. I was quick too, deep Pope. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I was a football <laughs> player and all that. So I used to run down. I used to run down the street, Ohio Avenue, on the south side of St. Louis, Missouri, man. No shoes on, just saying how fast <laughs> I was. People was like. D, I can't be the cop all the time, man. He catch everybody, man. Catching everybody, just bad feeding, yeah. just, just bad feeding fast. <laughs> so, man, one, so after we got playing with the neighborhood kids, man, we went inside, man. Um, and while we're inside, man, you know, we sitting down, we watching one Saturday morning, you know, that was something to come on. We, we used to be up early playing that thing, man, because it was, man, that's what we did, man. It was yeah. fun, man. You know, yeah. we're hanging out with the kids, so. Doing that, man, and we get a knock at the door, man. It's probably like a few hours later. We get a knock at the door. Boom, boom, boom. They're knocking at the door, man. You know, so my father, you know, you mm -hmm. know, typically was a neighborhood kid most of the time. Maybe a, maybe maybe a, one of the neighbors, man. Maybe one of my pop's friends that come over, one of my mom's sisters. That's yeah. just what it was back in the 90s, man. People always came over to your crib, knock on your door, want to hang out, you know, see what was up. Right, with no FaceTime, we had to put no up. FaceTime, nothing that we showing up in the flesh, baby. Yeah. We, here. Yeah. <laughs> so, we went zooming in the 90s. <laughs> we weren't doing none of that. You feel me? Yeah. So we get another knock at the door, D Pope, but this time, D, it was more aggressive. Come on, man. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. You know as well as I do, man. We know how the old saying go, you knocking like you the who? Police. Come on. Like you the police. Like yeah. so my pops is like, hey, Kiara, go get the door. And then growing up, you know, certain things was instilled in you as a young man. And one of those things where you never did a young lady, your mom, your dad, your grandma go anywhere by themselves. Come on, man. So I was like, you know what that, that was, when yeah, my pop said, Kiara, go get the dough. You know what yeah, that triggered yeah. for me? Yeah, I'm going with like, you. Yeah, you going with her. Exactly. So I went down, 
So my sister went down the stairs, man. And we lived on the three. We lived in a uh, three-family flat. I mean, it was a family on the bottom floor, a family on the middle floor, and a family on the top floor. We okay. was a family on the top floor, so that was a natural decline to our front door of our apartment that we yeah. lived in. So my sister go down the stairs. She go. She goes to answer the door. She turns the door, and I'm, I'm right behind her, probably like halfway at the, you know, at the stairs. And Deep Hope, when she opened the door, man, it was the man I've never seen. Like when you think about the movie The Matrix, when you think about some of these movies you watch with some of this high flying like people like getting blown back and stuff like that, that's exactly what I saw as a six year old boy. I see my sister open that door and it just get kicked in, and she fly back, hit the wall, and immediately, oh. man, I retreat. Why? Because naturally, you know, fight, flight, or freeze. I'm like, right. I'm out of this thing, man. Yeah, I ain't prepared you know for that. <laughs> so, so I wasn't prepared for it. So at six years old, I take off running back up the stairs. I see these guys running up the stairs. I look, I run, and the first thing I do, man, you know, you know, the game hide and seek, right? Yeah, so what sure. you do, man, you you go in. I got on, I got on the couch and just put my head in, down in my down in my thighs, man. Put my eyes over my head and it was just like, God, please, mm. you know what I'm saying? So. I, my auditory is still going though, right? So I'm yeah. hearing everything. You know what I'm saying? I hear these guys rushing up the stairs. I hear my parents come running out the door, like, what's going on? What's going on? I hear I hear, get out on the ground, get out on the ground. Gun, I I, I, I poke my head up for a minute and I see guns pointing at my moms and my dads and my and us. Mm. Asking my pops, where the drugs at? Where the drugs at? My dad's like, sir, with all due respect, we don't sell drugs. With all due respect, sir, we don't sell drugs. So after a, so after about a minute or two after that, we can hear we get radio chatter going in and out and everything. And what you can hear over the radio is like we got the wrong house. Oh man! Wow. wow. So depot, you know as well as I do, big dog. Things don't happen to you; they Come happen. On, man. Come on, for you. Things Stay don't happen to. Listen, I'm not insensitive though. I'm oh, not insensitive. No. to some of the some of the things that people go through in life. Yeah. It's one of the most ugliest, heinous crimes that people are 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 victimized of. Yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not insensitive to that. But I do believe that God has a purpose for your life. You made on purpose for a purpose. Come on, man. But it's that right? It's that perspective shift. Yes, and you're like six years old. How you had a perspective shift? No, I didn't start at six. Man, deep just telling y'all about the process. Come on, man. It's a process. So from that process, man, from that encounter that I had with the police, man. It opened up my purpose. Wow. God was like, Dion, you remember those three things that your grandmother still you when you was a young boy? Totally Love, right. compassion, empathy. When you go to work every single day, that's what you do your work with. Man. That's what you do your work with. Listen, man, you different. <laughs> like you different, bro. Like you did. I'm trying to like let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me yeah, take jump in there, up, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. So you went from playing cops and robbers. Come on now. All the time as a kid. Mm-hmm. You went from being the guy that was picked mm-hmm. to be law enforcement every time in the game. Every time, bro. You catching everybody. You bare feet running around. They mad. <laughs> yeah. They like, look, Dion can't play the police no more because he always catches us. We don't get away, right? <laughs> we don't get away. And all of a sudden, you in the crib with your family, man. Mm-hmm. You hear a boom, 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 a knock on the door, aggressive knock. Mm-hmm. Your dad sends your sister to the door. Mm-hmm. But you go to the door with her. And then run up on something that out of a movie, like she opens the door and as she opens the door, they kicking the door in. Yes, sir. Then you go back to hide and seek. Hi. You try to get little. You trying to run away. You trying to get little. You know what go I'm saying? Back you to trying to duck yes. out. Yes, sir. And then all of a sudden you hear in the radio chatter, they talking about where the drugs at. Wait a minute. Ain't no drugs in here. Your dad is like, with all due respect, sir. Yeah. Very respectfully. We yeah. don't sell drugs. 
We don't sell And drugs. then they come to the point to where they're saying, we got the wrong house. We gonna pause right here, King. Like we got the wrong house. And then you start talking about that shift of your perception and all of that. And they yes, probably sir. thinking that it's because you six, you can't have that, that shift, but it was a process. Like talk to me about that process, man. Let's let's park this thing right here for yes, a minute. Sir. Let's park Let's this thing. It. When 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 they said we got the wrong house, mm-hmm. like take us to that moment, like your like how you felt. Take us to that moment on on your because they got guns drawn out on your people, man. They got guns drawn on your mom and your dad, and y'all were innocent the whole time. They had the wrong house. Take me to that moment, like like your dad. What was what 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 was his facial expression like? What was his words like? Yours and your mom. Take take me through that. Yeah, and not so and, and not so kind terms. My parents was pissed off. Man, I was no, I can only you know, imagine. I rate, you know what I'm saying? Because what would you we what we just had to endure, man? You got a six year old boy, a five year old boy, and a nine year old girl on the couch, heads tucked between their legs, terrified, mm. like just completely distraught. And my parents, you know what I'm saying? They they was hard chargers, hard grinders, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, you know, they 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 deal they deal what they needed for their kids in the moments, you know what I'm saying? To yeah. to help build them to, for something. But this right here, Depot, yeah. was heavy. I know it. How do I how do we bring our kids from a moment like this to continue to go outside and want to play, to go outside and want to interact, to trust, you know, adults, oh, to trust goodness. the police. Come on, this King. Is a challenge yeah. right now, man. So, me and my brothers, man, and my sister, man, we were—I mean, we—we we were scared, man. I was terrified, and I just didn't know what to do. And not only did they kick down our doors, rush up our stairs, but what I, what I, what I, what I, what I, with a drop of the hat, they was gone, gone. out the apartment, gone, D. Like it, like it never gone. happened. Like it never happened. And my family is now left to pick up the pieces. What's wrong? And, you start to think as a six-year-old boy, obviously in that moment in time, you know, as, as we get older, when you was a child, you thought it was a child, but when you became a man, you put yeah. those things away, right? So my perspective started to change as I continued to go throughout that process from that, from that experience to where I am now as a 32-year-old man. A lot of things transpired. You know, one of the biggest things and one of the most spotlights of that was an officer came back, though, about 30 minutes later. Talk about and that. You ask me about my pops, right? So this is this is the crazy part. I tell people this to this day, man. And 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 I saw my pops not too long ago. I was actually out on patrol. My pops was at one of the local parks, you know, hanging out and whatever, you know, just with his lady. And <laughs> he always he always brings it up. He's like, "Boy, you remember you were six, and the police kicked down that door. I can't believe you, the police." But I said, "Pops, let me stop you right there. If it was not for you, pops, my bad. If it was not for you, pops, I wouldn't be the police." He's like, mm-hmm. "Tell me why." I say, like, "Pops." The police came back to the door, right? He's like, yeah. I said, who I say, who answered it? He goes, I did. I said, exactly, Pop. Like mm-hmm. most people, depot. When we when we experience something like that, door just get kicked mm-hmm. in on my nine-year-old daughter, guns pointed at my family, and we get another knock at the door. You think I'm going to answer that thing? Nah. No. Nah. Nah. I said, Pops, the courage, the trust. I don't know what is it. If it was God sent or what, Pops, but you answered the door. And when you wow. answered the door. Another man, another officer was at the door, man. Unbeknownst to me at the time, because I was still upstairs grieving, right? Yeah. But I could hear voices. So we get that, we hit a knock. My pops go answer the man. I can hear a voice in the distance saying, You mind if I come in? And then there was a pause for a second. 
Me, I never asked my pops this, but I can only make an assumption. My pops hesitated, like, oh, shoot, bro, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I might be all the way good on you. You're like, no, nah, I don't yeah. know how my, like, I don't know how my kids going to take this. I don't know how my family going to take this, but especially my wife. It's like, right. she, she, you know, she the natural nurturer. You know, she got to keep her kids calm. So my pops answered the door, man. He he let the officer up the stairs. So me again, we still we still on the crouch. Obviously, we crying, we upset, we distraught. A male, we you know how you can feel a presence near you. Mm-hmm. So we can see the, we can feel my pops, and we can feel the officer near us. So I slowly like open my eyes, you know, just out of fear, you know, like I don't know, man. Should I open these eyes because I don't want to see what I just saw? Right. You know I mean? So I'm opening my eyes, Depot. I look down, I see some boots. I looked up, I see some wool pants. I'm continuously skimming up. I see a belt with the police officer tools on it. I look up, I see a man dressed with a wool shirt with a badge on his chest, and he has his hat in his left arm. And as simplistic as this was, D, man, it was so profound, bro. He drops to one knee. He looks at me, my brother, and my sister, and he says two words. I'm sorry. Wow. That's it. Wow. So now, D, like I said, things don't happen to you. They happen for, for you. you. Wow. Fast forward, D, 28 years later, rookie cop working in a predominantly white neighborhood in here in Genesee County. It's called the Clio area. Wow. They put the rook out there. You know, I get a little bit of training, but they put me out there, man. And one of the calls that I get, one of the very, not, not one of the very first call, but one of the most rememberable calls that I can remember. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look at my call. It says, Vienna Township, I'm dispatching you to a domestic domestic disturbance in progress, meaning it's happening right now. And that's like, man, I got to get that because something's going on. Somebody's being victimized. You know, somebody's trying to be getting assaulted. Some of this. So as I'm going there, they continuously give me updates. And guess what I hear? I hear the mom is calling the police on her six-year-old daughter. Wait, what? <laughs> Come on. Like, bro, you blowing my mind. Like, in, in, in case they haven't noticed, this, this interview going a whole different, like, the story is so captivating. You got to keep going. Like, forget the Dude. questions. Talk to me about that. Like, bro, what? I cannot I cannot make this up, bro. Like, Your first I, call. My, domestic one of my Yes, working on the Vienna Township as a rookie officer. I mean, this didn't happen when I was training, like, FTO, which is field training officer. This didn't happen when I was with him. You know what I'm saying? This happened when I was by myself. Yeah. God was like, D, you want to do this thing? Yeah. I put you through that situation so you can build your character. Because Absolutely. there's people out here that's going to need you. There's people out here going to leave that love, that compassion, and empathy. I yeah. get a call in Vienna Township because the mom called the police on her six-year-old daughter. D wow. Pope, at the time the police kicked him out door, how old was it? Six. six. Come on, man. He, I cannot make this up. I respond to the call. First thing the mom says to me when she's outside the apartment, she says, sir, if you don't mind, would you go in and scare my daughter? I said, I said, with all due respect, man, all due, all due respect, man. I don't scare kids. I said, I I would love to have the opportunity with your blessing, of course, to come in and speak to your daughter. Uh She's like, sure. Absolutely. Anything will help, sir. Uh Oh, I go inside the apartment depot, walk up, walk up a flight of stairs. Yeah. Go inside the apartment. They live on the second floor. Walk inside there. Open up the door. Very nice, clean home. Look down the hallway to my east, and I see this door wide open. And all I see is the color pink. I'm like, that got to be the young lady's room. 
Gotta be. Gotta be. <laughs> so I walk inside. So I walk a little, I walk a little close. I can hear it. I can hear her crying. Right? Yeah. Break the threshold of her of her of her bedroom door. Inside her room now. I see her sitting on her bed. Knees up to her chest, head down. Crying. Same exact way. Same exact way, bro. Woo. And like in the moment, you don't really think about what happened to you when you're six year old, when you was a six year old child. More importantly, what you're thinking about is how do I help this young lady right now in a crisis right now? She's crying. She's emotional. She don't, her mom called the police on her. I'm here. This could be, this could go so south right now. Like this could be the worst of the worst. For real, for real. So I walk up closer to her. I drop to one knee. I say, excuse me, young lady. She slowly open. She slowly removes her head from her from her from her thighs, opens up her arms. She looks up at me. And I look at her and I said, "I'm sorry." She exactly what you did. She like <laughs> a little bit. She like, I was like, "I'm sorry," but we as adults, we are work in progress. Like your mommy out there, she's a work in progress. And sometimes we need community partners like law enforcement to come in and help us. I said, I'm not here to to say that you're a bad young lady or that you did anything wrong, but I will tell you that I'm here to help you Mm -hmm. and anything that you may need. I said, more importantly, that woman out there, she loves you. That's why she got me in here. Yeah. I was like, I'm a partner of your mom. I'm a friend of your mom. And we're going to help you and your mom get through whatever situation the moment it is. All right. Today and into the future. Yeah. And she looks at me. She looks at me a little bit longer. Not really. I think she's trying to trying to yeah, process. Trying to process. Yeah, she don't want to because me, I know that she's like dealt with some really tra- trauma in her in her childhood. Like right now, she's six. And to see an officer, she's probably like, man, he ain't here to chastise me. He's not here to raise his voice at me. He ain't here to put me in handcuffs, take me to his car. No, I'm not here doing. I'm here to show you love, compassion, and I'm here to show you empathy. And that little girl, at the end of it, we talked for a little longer, she gave me a hug. And we walked outside our room holding her hand. I walked up to her mom. I said, Mom, thank you for giving me this opportunity to talk with your family and, to, and more importantly, to talk to your daughter. She's like, sir, thank you. Mm-hmm. I gave her my car and I said, if there's anything that you may need, I always feel free to give me a call. And I left, man. And I went into my patrol car, man. I got back to the station at Depot. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I cried. Man, I'm listen, man. I'm a little almost a little emotional right now just hearing the story because this this is this is where I wanted to get to. I wanted yeah. to get to this point right here yeah. because right there that shows me how you entered, right? Yeah. You entered through law enforcement into your purpose, right? Into yeah. your purpose of speaking. Now I see why determination is why. Now I see why, right? I see That's those exactly words. Right. Drop on, those three man. words on us that your grandmother put in your spirit. Drop them three words again. Love, mm. L-O-B-E, mm. compassion, and empathy. And for those now that I see the word love, you see those four words, those four letters, L-O-V-E. Now I understand what they truly mean to me now. We show our love through affection. You know what I'm saying? We do those things. But more importantly, what did God say in the Bible? Life and death. Power of the tongue. L, let, mm. O, R, V, voices, E, empower. Ah, let, let when you our speak, voices empower. Empower. 
So when you speaking life into people, man, you you showing them love, D. Yeah. You showing them that you got you got purpose over your pointless excuses. Come on, bro. You showing them that determination is why you will succeed in life. You showing them all these things that has been manifesting itself since you were a child. Yeah. The moments that you go through ain't just for you, bro. Come I think on, for the man. other people that you're going to bless one day. I went through that, man, that moment in time, man, not only for that young girl, but for all these other young men and women in our communities, more importantly, and worldwide. It's going to need it. So I gotta, we got to do it with love. We got to we gotta let our voice empower people. We got to go in and we got to speak the truth. Yeah. All right? People want, you know, what they say, a testimony is only, a test, you're, a test you got to have a test before you have a testimony. That's it. That's it. That's I it. have it. Come and on, I've been man. through my test. And I'm giving people my testimony. Mm. So, or, you know, so is my big boy, Depot. Yeah, so is bro. all the other people that we connected to. Ink. Yeah. Jeremy. Yeah. E.T. Shout out to all the big homies. Come on, man. Mm. Our prayer yeah. line in the morning. Come on, man. Prayer yeah. wars global. Like, we speaking yeah. life in the people, man. Every day. And Every day. I just, it's just, I'm just truly honored, man. And I'm, you know, sometimes, you know, you probably do this too, Depot. You just, you know, and we shouldn't do it. And I, and I think naturally as humans, we I do it. You know what I'm saying? I just be like, all right, God, like you That's took a chance on a knucklehead like me. Yeah, God, you why you love me like you do? Why you love me like real, you do? Man. Come like on, man. Real. But Come then on, I man. but then I immediately got to say, man, Dion changed that perspective, bro. That's it. You you his child. Mm-hmm. He you put you through those things because he knew what you was capable of doing. Mm-hmm. Your purpose. How many people, how many people would check out D Pope as God sat them down before they was born and said, This is gonna be your life? These are the adverse moments you're gonna go through. Yeah, can't do it. Won't be can't able to face it. it. I'm checking yeah, out. Yeah. I can't do it. I'm checking out. Yeah. But those who he has called according mm-hmm. to his purpose and they see it. Yeah. They start to see like and be intentional That's about it. what they do in life, intentional about the interaction that they have with people, mm-hmm. the intention about prayer, the intention about growing. All of those things mean are, are gonna mean something. You just gotta stay true to it. Yeah. Stay true to it. So yeah, man, that's man. like you woke up something today, bro. Hey, like, man, look, man. like Listen, I share the story a lot, man. But some, something about today, bro, like you opened up like that, 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 that power, man, that willpower, man. just to don't like just to keep going. Man, you know Listen, just, Dion, just keep going, bro. You came on here and set this interview on fire. Like I don't know if you noticed, but like we didn't get to ask many questions. Because the story was so captivated. The story is what needed to be heard. It's like you answered the questions while telling the story. Because now we know from you being a young boy, right, desiring to be in law enforcement, playing the game, doing the whole situation, six years old, the door get kicked in, right? Apologetic, right? An officer shows up, apologetic. One knee, apologizes. You end up getting the call. It's a six-year-old just like you in the same situation as you and you do the same thing and you personify that yeah. love, right? Right now I know why your purpose goes hand in hand with law enforcement and speaking life, bro, because every time you show up, you are the personification of that love. You understand Man. what I'm saying? And, and in case they, they missed that, I want you to reiterate. I'm going to tell you again, reiterate those three words that your grandmother put in your spirit that you personify every day to sum up your why. Yeah. So those three words, y'all. Love, L-O-V-E, compassion, mm-hmm. and empathy. Those are the things that we do. Those are what we give pe- to people, yeah. man. That's what my grandmama gave me, and that's what I give to people. Every single day I put that uniform on. Yeah. I'm reminded of that 
because it was given to me. And well, how dare me not give it to somebody else? I was gifted with those things. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And the gift is only a gift if we give it away. Come on, bro. Like, like, like you done named the pod. This episode is going to be called Love compassion and empathy you know what i'm saying so we just you just done you just done coined the podcast right now this is what i want you to tell them dion before you get up out of here right like like where can they connect with you like it's a parent right right now watching right it's somebody watching right now they got a bad perspective of law enforcement you know how it is bro we black you understand yeah, you know what it's like yeah. in the hood bro we've yeah. all experienced some stuff like you it may not be as as close to kicking our dough in but they done ran up on us then profiled oh, yeah. they done pulled us something Gave us yeah, a, a, a bad impression. Like, let them know where they can connect with you, right? When they want to engage and they want to hear more from your perspective. Like, because I see you on your social media channels, in your uniform, right? In the yeah. community, dealing with the children, right? Giving back. Like, I see that. I want them to see it too. So let them know where they can connect with you, your website, social media handles, like anything you got coming up that we need to be aware of. Like, let us know. Heck yeah, absolutely. So the first thing I'm gonna give y'all, man, is my company name. Of course, we said it. You know, it's behind me as well. Determination is why, man. You can reach to me on Instagram. Determination dot is why. Determination dot is why. Yeah. My website. Website. Determination is why dot com. Determination is why dot com. And then more importantly, on that when you click on that website, you're gonna see myself. If you scroll down a little bit, you're going to see me give an interview uh, with our local news station who actually, I've, I said the story to a a, a school, it's called Daily Elementary Action School, that I, what I went to when I first moved up here to Michigan from St. Louis. Mm-hmm. I gave a speech to the fathers over there and ABC 12 reached out to me and another local partner and wanted me to share my story on my purpose and my mission. So you guys be able to see that, man. And um and let that uh and let that uh some add some value to your life and to some of the young men and young women that they may be around. So determination is why is my website. Email me, please feel feel free to email me. Determination is why. I'm sorry, Dion, D-E-O-N at determination is why.com. A lot of determinations in there, baby. Determination, man. <laughs> hey, let's get it. Let's get it. So Dion at determination is why.com yeah and then um of course i'm also on linkedin Deion Deion smith the second same as for facebook Deion smith the second and uh here coming soon big pro prop i'm so glad you asked me about uh some things that i got coming up man so currently i'm in the midst of writing a children's book on on, on what i experienced. oh congratulations to getting that getting that getting that done i'm hoping to have that you know, I hate to say the word hope because he like speak that thing into existence, mm. but I'm hoping to have it ready and prepared um, for next school year for kids. So it can be distributed out, you know what I'm saying? So they have it and the schools can, uh, um, you know, get a hold of me and and, and bless their students with it. It's going to talk about you know, those pain points. Yeah. You know but of course, it's going to it's going to be in that in that in that way that it resonates with a, with, with with children uh, right Absolutely. now. That's my focus groups for those young kids, you know, because it happened to me when I was six. And I was a school uh, resource officer and we starting to have more school resource officers within schools. So kids to help, you know, um, um, navigate that uh, that space with law enforcement and the younger children. I think reading my book will help that. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, man. And then, you know, pretty much, you know, continuously doing what I do, man. I've got a couple of engagements coming up. Speaking to some, speaking to a, actually a group that I've been waiting to speak to for a very long time, and we we was able to finally make the connections. Uh, meet. Um, it's actually some court ordered um, 
individuals here in the county, their youth, mm-hmm. their ages 14 to 17 years old, where they've been on court orders, like this is their last chance. Like, wow. It's like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm so oh, for me, it's like, I got to give them my all to that. You know what I'm saying? Like these kids are on court order to, the, in the, in the, in the, in the the um judicial ram they looked at like trop problem kids like yeah. this is it and i'm like man we can't check out on them so i gotta mm-hmm. go i'm gonna go in there man and i'm gonna I'm bless them with it you know everything that i got every yeah. ounce of, every ounce of my body you know what i'm saying i love when in the mornings when my when big boy pope come on man he's like god <laughs> increase, increasing me so and then decrease me and that's yeah. kind of what you know where i'm at with that one man for real because i'm gonna need i'm gonna need god to be increased in that yeah, space bro. right yeah and yeah. then for me to be decreasing, just let me speak life. So those are a couple, those are some things that I got coming up, man. Love and uh, yes, yeah, so I appreciate you, brother. Nah, I appreciate you, man. Hey, look, this is Dion Smith the second, man. Look, y'all check in with my bro. Look, man, those kids, bro, they on their last straw. But guess what? They coming to you. God sending them to you. And we're going to go ahead and speak that your book will be ready and available by next school year. All right, we're gonna speak go. we're gonna seal it. You get <laughs> what I'm saying? Go. Now look, we gotta get ready to get up out of here. But yes, before yeah. we do, before yes. we do, Dion, yes, sir. Somebody's watching, somebody's listening. Mm-hmm. We've inspired them. We done made them laugh. You probably done made them cry. You understand what I'm saying? Like a lot of emotions are stirring up, right? Like, and so, they want to do something like his kids still want to be police officers. But when they tell somebody, this is what I want to be, they friends is like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, why you want to do that? You understand what I'm saying? Like, speak to that person, like who may come from a rough background, who feel like their mistakes may disqualify them or they may feel like they've had bad run-ins with the law. Like, what would you say to that person that would be probably the most important lesson you've learned over your career? Okay. Ooh, I'm going to be quite candid with you, bro. Yeah. And I'm going to be real with kids because I think it's important that we be real with them because this life is unforgiving, right? Mm-hmm. It's not about you. Mm. Big dog, young man, young lady, it's not about you. One of the biggest things that I learned from, from uh, uh, Inc., man, one of, my, one of our mentors that we share, man, is yeah. wipe the sink, I don't leave it better than you found it, right? Yes, sir. So for so for me, man, it's not about me, bro. Mm-hmm. I want to be the change that I see in my community. That's it. Everybody, one of the biggest things when with the killing of George Floyd happened, man, is that there was a lot of lot of lot of things going on, racial racial divide. You know what I'm saying? Police brutalities, things like that was coming up. And one of the things I've always constantly hear Big Bo Pope, Big Bo Pope, is we need more black police officers in our communities policing us. Mm-hmm. But then I also see when there are more black law enforcement officers, we still get treated like we some, I'll be real, they call us Uncle Toms, mm-hmm. sellouts. Come on, bro. Weak. Yeah. But for the young man and that young woman that's looking to go in law enforcement officer, that looking to go in the field of law enforcement, remember this, it's not about you. It's about that young man and that young woman that desires to do what you do, that wants to be police officer and they need to hear your voice. And now when I'm going to our communities, man, it, I'm 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 I, I'm I'm always been comfortable, but I feel like I'm I feel like I'm still at home. Yeah. Because what I give is from a genuine place. It's organic. This ain't something that 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 I had to just all of a sudden train to do. No, that's been in me. That's been instilled in me. Yeah. So I know what it's like to eat to eat to eat certain sandwiches. You know what I'm saying? I know what it's like to eat noodles all day. Come on, man. I know what it's like to make your own toast in the, in the, in the oven. You know, when you, you, you know, if your toast are not working, yeah, throw some sugar and, and some butter on that thing. I know oh, what the yeah. struggle's like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So 
I knew that I went through all those things, man, because it's kids to this day that's going through those things. And it's not about me. And the law enforcement officer, you got you interact with people every single day, every single day. Yeah. I see a youth. I see an elderly person. I see an adult male. I see adult female. I see a homeless man. I see all those. I see the rich white man. I see the I see the, the the normal white person. You know what I'm saying? I see all of that. See it all. I see it all. But what my job is to do is to honor those that are coming behind me and leave a legacy for those that <clears throat> I mean to honor those that came before me and leave a legacy for those that are coming after me. So it's not about you, yeah, young man, young woman, but you are the vessel. And it's okay to be the vessel, baby. It's great to be the yeah. vessel. I'm telling you, because when you start unifying people, when you start in that, you, you're in that space where you're inspiring people, you understand why. You're like, dang, God, like, he was right. Yeah. So it's not about you. Look, man, I couldn't have said it better myself. Listen, man, it's not about you. Somebody got to show that love, compassion, and empathy. Listen, that's your big bro, Dion Smith II. Y'all already know me. I'm your big bro, DeMont Pope, a.k.a. Mr. Purpose over pointless excuses, telling you purpose looks good on you. I see y'all next week. Yeah! Yeah, man! Get up!